1: 4 o'clock with Big Ron in the afternoon here. K-I-I-S, Los Angeles. Morning at 6.39 at
0: You don't have to tell me what day it is if you're to win Breaking into the broadcast industry used to be nearly impossible. Radio was delivered through this limited number of frequencies. And then, of course, you had big business. They were controlling all those frequencies. But as technology changed, data delivery became possible. And now, with a decent laptop, anyone can broadcast live to the entire world. And some of them are making big money at it. Uh, I just got so scared. (laughs) I'm Kim Commando, host of the nation's most popular radio show about everything digital. And today, we're going to hear from the latest generation of young marketing experts. And get this, they're making money streaming live right from their home. Forget about having an allowance. We're talking about young artists, scientists, athletes, musicians, DJs. They're all jumping on this bandwagon to express their style, their music, their expertise, and personality, and they're doing it live. And the payoff sounds pretty crazy. We're talking about emojis in gold bars, coins, gift icons, and likes. And here's the deal. All of those will eventually turn into cash.
1: Your success depends on building meaningful relationships with current and prospective customers. ACT can help. ACT is a powerful CRM solution that saves time, increases productivity, and so much more. Sign up for a free 14-day trial at ACT.com. Grow your business today by visiting ACT.com.
0: First, let's meet Chantille Ducart. She's working on her second album with Pharrell Williams' keyboard player. She generates extra income through music streaming
2: it's all up and overflowing yeah i do make some money from streaming though not so much video streaming but from the audio streaming on spotify and amazon and google play and itunes i see that as i grow my business and get a little more internet followers i can see how people can really make a living from it so that's pretty cool
0: Okay, all that sounds great, but where do you make the most money streaming?
2: Chose TuneCore over the other digital distributors such as CD Baby or Bandcamp because I liked the platform. It was user friendly, it was very quick to set up, and they allow you to keep 100% of your revenues, even though they do have a fee to set up and they also have an annual fee. So I also like their stat analytics tools. Like they show me where in the world people are buying my music or streaming it, and you know, I get streams from as far as Taiwan and the Netherlands. Yeah in Belgium, and they also let me know how many plays I get on which platform, so I can directly compare, like, okay, so I'm getting more plays on Amazon than iTunes, but iTunes is giving me more money per play, so now I know that if I push the iTunes link, I'm going to get more money, and also each country has their own stipulations, for example, I get twice as much money for the same amount of plays in Belgium than I do in the Netherlands,
0: Now, you all know me as Kim Commando, but I certainly didn't start out in this digital world. When I started in broadcasting, there were very few opportunities for talent. And breaking into radio was really, really tough. I called down to the local talk radio station, KFYI. I begged and I begged and I begged in order to even have a meeting with the general manager, a guy by the name of Fred Weber. Well, they used to call him the beer baron because, well, let me put it this way. For every beer that was sold in Detroit, Fred made like a nickel. So just add all that up and you can figure out that Fred was pretty wealthy. And I wasn't intimidated by that for some reason. And then I had to meet the program director, Barry Young, who really didn't want to give me the time of day. So eventually, after like seven to nine months, they finally gave me my chance. I was all ready to host the first Kim Commando show. It was a Saturday night at 11 p.m. and no one was listening. At this point in my life, I guess I have to admit that I probably have this subtle way of bringing people around to my point of view. For example, today, Fred Weber is still my mentor. He's still my friend. He's actually the only member on my company's board of directors. Oh, and Barry, you know, the guy who didn't want to give me the time of day. Um... Barry's my husband. He says he can't live without me. And that little Saturday night show about computers and technology, it's now America's most listened to weekend radio show, heard on over some 400 stations, coast to coast and around the globe on Armed Forces Radio, and that means 177 different countries get the Kim Commando show, but I love this part. It's every ship at sea, too. But I am thankful to all the people along the way who helped me, and even those who weren't so nice to me, but I did learn some valuable lessons along the way. Recently, I was leaving the house to come do the show. It was early in the morning, Saturday. I mean, who wants to get up on a Saturday morning? So I'm all dressed, headed out the door. The bedroom's totally dark. You know what I'm talking about. You can, like, trip over yourself. It's that dark. So, of course, me being the lovely wife that I am, I scream out and go, Bye, honey. I'm off to make the donuts. While you sit there in bed sleeping, to which he sat up and he looked at me and he said, yes, but you're using my recipe. Today, we have websites like Spotify, YouNow, and Live.ly. This allows anyone to broadcast live and get this, you can collect tips and donations for you and your station.
3: Here's Jeb W.D. from the UK. I've been getting quite a lot of likes. I've been getting up to 4K likes on my broadcast. People have actually been spending their own real money on me to help me grow. And I know that's the thing you want.
0: He's actually learning to overcome his social anxiety by streaming live. Sounds pretty crazy, doesn't it? But people actually love him. I just had to ask him, were you successful right off the bat?
3: When I started broadcasting, you know, I'd have probably about two viewers, 10 likes. I probably only get like about 10 comments in the whole broadcast. So
0: let's say somebody sitting at home listening to this podcast says, you know what, I can do this too. Do you have any suggestions?
3: Just keep talking. Talk about anything, about your day, stories, just tell anything. Just never sit there on your phone because it doesn't look very good. Consistency is the key. You should broadcast at least like four or five times a week. You want to keep the people who are actually watching you because if you keep the people actually watching you, the new people come coming, that's how it builds up. I've had breaks on you now for like two or three months. And literally, when you come back, it's like starting again because all them people, you basically lost them all. They're not viewing you. They forgot about you and they've gone. So you should definitely try and broadcast daily. It really does help.
0: Of course, someone has to pay the bills. And in radio, we're talking about sponsors and advertisers. Back in the early golden years of radio, show broadcasters relied on sponsors to pony up the money to keep the station running and to pay the hosts and to pay all the other bills.
1: Another public service announcement from Braille Cream. Men, beware. Use one dab of brill Cream. Just a little dab makes your hair look excitingly clean.
0: Well, today things are different. Streamers rely on tips, likes, gold bars, and gifts. I know. How do you make money from a like? Well, here's how one popular YouNow user, Scott Raymond, recommends that you build your likes.
3: So there's two different ways to get likes. Either people pay coins on you, which aren't real money. But bars are real money, and people, if they think you're a good enough broadcast and you really deserve it, they will drop real-life money on you and make your broadcast go higher on the list and really help you out a lot. So there's actually a bunch of people that have helped me out, and if you know someone who like likes to give bars, you could ask for their help, and they might help you out, and you can go higher on the list, and it's more likely that you get viewers that way. Now,
0: I don't want you to think that you have to be this young DJ or this great musician to get in on the game. I'd like to introduce you to a guy by the name of Raymond Klanderman. He's a well-known broadcast personality from Kenya, Africa. He claims that he just fell in love with streaming technology and made the switch.
1: To get straight to the answer, one of the appeals that made me transition from the conventional broadcasting to live stream broadcasting is the fact that live streaming empowers you as a broadcaster to reach out to a wider audience remember live streaming is connected to the internet and the internet is consumed by online users and if you are to look at the statistics you will be amazed the numbers are massive so as a live streaming broadcaster these online users become your audience a wider online audience an audience that is not limited geographically and the internet Has the advantage of being interactive. So, in this modern generation, for your broadcast to be appealing, it also has to be interactive, meaning the audience also has the opportunity to engage you, the broadcaster, on the content that you are pushing to them. Real time content.
0: Okay, all that sounds great, but can you really pay the bills doing this? Yes, yes indeed. I
1: have been able to make a decent living through my live streaming because as a live streaming broadcaster, I've been able to offer my clients
0: something better. So I was curious, is it harder to stream live from Kenya? I know from a technical standpoint, in different parts of the world, there are certainly setbacks that we don't have here in the Western world.
1: Yes, they are challenges one of them being poor internet connectivity. But in the major towns in Kenya, those issues have been resolved. But still, in some smaller towns and remote areas, there is poor connectivity, and so this becomes a big hindrance. Politically, there are no restrictions as of now. I do not know for how long this will last because you have the ability to broadcast your content in real time. And perhaps this might be a threat to the Kenyan government's censorship policies.
0: So for the average business owner, a musician, an entrepreneur, and for the rest of us, how can we really use live streaming? This is the future of any musician. This is the way to go because
1: we are a digitally endowed generation. So let us take advantage of the technology that is available as of now use it to the fullest, exploit it to the fullest and at the same time make money. So if you're a musician out there, if you're an artist out there and you have not yet begun streaming your music through platforms like you now, Lively, you are being left behind. So take up the challenge, embrace this technology and see how it's going to benefit you. At the end of the day, if you are confident and passionate about what you are doing you will be heard out there and a chance and opportunity will come your way and when it does come do it to your utmost best brought to you in part by our friends at dreamstime the world's largest stock photo and video community the right image anywhere anytime download the most relevant and current images and videos today for only 20 cents each or for free Visit Dreamstime.com. That's D-R-E-A-M-S-T-I-M-E dot today.
0: Okay, let's shift gears just a little bit. Behind every technological advancement, especially one of such a global nature, there is a need. If you're a parent or a grandparent, kids today have at least, I don't know, five hours of homework a night, maybe less. They're usually involved in some extracurricular activities, too. But I've heard so many kids complain. That if it weren't for Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Hangout, Twitch, Twitter and live streaming, well, they wouldn't have any friends at all. And I guess when someone is streaming live, it's the next best thing for them actually being there. And maybe it's even worth paying for
2: Yeah, Kim, seeing all these people sharing what might be considered to be intimate details of their life, it's a phenomena and it's fascinating. And I think the fascination comes from the human nature that we like to observe. And you are watching them in real time versus watching a video or a podcast, which was recorded at a different time and a different place. It adds an element of connection, and yet having an epidemic of loneliness. And so many people don't know really how to reach out to their physical, tangible communities around them because they're kind of caught in these digital black holes. I'm not going to say that there isn't value to streaming, but I prefer to do things as opposed to observe things like that's why I don't have a TV. I haven't had a TV in seven years because I would rather play football than watch it. It's a fine balance, you know, but I really think that we're getting to an apex of content versus quality. That's the question of the hour is what is valuable and what brings value to both the viewer and the musician or whoever is broadcasting.
0: We've been talking to some grassroots artists who are up and coming in the streaming world, but here's an example of where it can lead.
2: Hey guys! I'm Veronica. I'm Vanessa. And today, we are testing weird products.
0: As high school students, the Merrill twins started making weekly home videos and streaming live. Now they're in college, and they're paying for tuition as well as the family home, all from the monies that they earn from their YouTube channel and other platforms. They have over one and a quarter million YouTube subscribers and about 14 million people watch their weekly videos each month. And here's some final notes. If you're going to put yourself out there live, you're going to attract people from all walks of life. Some people are okay. Other people are complete whack jobs. So think about what you're willing to share with your fans who are in essence, just total strangers. Now, if you really want to get into podcasting, I have another resource for you. I interviewed a woman by the name of Valerie Geller. She has trained so many people to do podcasts. She's employed by the big networks and the big radio stations, and also by big names that I can't mention, but just trust me, they're huge. That podcast is called Key to Communicating in Today's Digital World. We released it on February 17th, so just head back in the archives on iTunes or Google Play. And you should download that and listen to it. I bet you you're going to pick up at least a handful of tidbits that you never knew before. Like, for example, what is the best length of a podcast? Is it five minutes? Is it 10 minutes? Is it 30 minutes? Or maybe even longer? Well, let me give you a clue. The answer is 19 minutes. Thanks for listening to this Commando On Demand podcast. If you like what you hear, be sure to share this information with your family members and friends. My podcasts are available on iTunes and in the Google Play Store. But the best way to listen is to get them in the free Commando.com app. Just search for Commando in iTunes or Google Play. Oh, and by the way, would you like to watch my show live or maybe on demand on your schedule? You can if you're a Kim's Club member. Learn more at club.commando.com. And also, as a Kim's Club member, you can even come by and be my guest in the studio next time you're in Phoenix. And to listen to my show wherever you may be, all across America, go to commando.com slash radio. Kim Commando is brought to you in part by iDrive. Back up all your devices on just one account. Use promo code Kim for 75% off your first year. iDrive.com, promo code Kim.